Big one. Donald Trump is downplaying damning evidence coming from the first day of public hearings in his impeachment inquiry. The US president is accused of trying to pressure Ukraine into investigating political rival Joe Biden at the time. Senior Trump administration officials Bill Taylor and George Kent have confirmed they believe there was a quid pro quo, as Democrats have alleged. But the president is appearing not to care. So to discuss this further, it's a pleasure to be joined again by Dr. Jeannie Zino, Professor of Political Science and International Studies at Iona College in New York. She's a frequent contributor to Fox News, MSNBC, Headline News, CNN, many others too uh, as well. Dr. Zino, a very, very good afternoon or good evening your time. Hello. Hello there. Good to speak with you. Very nice to speak with you. Now, what impact, Doctor, do you think that this, now we've got the open hearing for the first time in this impeachment inquiry, what impact do you believe it is having on the American public? Yeah, today was the first public hearing we've had, and we had two career diplomats, as you mentioned, um, both which with really stellar records and William Taylor and George Kent, you know, it's very difficult to impeach these two. And they did very well in terms of their testimony. But in terms of changing public opinion, I think that is a very, very difficult uh, hill to climb. And I don't know if we got there yet. Of course, this is just the first and what we know is going to be at least several days of public testimony. So we don't want to say it's over yet. The new, There was some news that broke today. Um, we heard from William Taylor that there was a phone call from the president to the ambassador uh, of the EU in which he talked about uh, investigating the Bidens and suggested that that was the, uh, really the important thing for him versus the aid to the Ukraine. That's the first time we've heard about that phone call. So there was some news that was broken. But beyond that, it was really, as we watched it today, a real battle between Democrats who are intent on making the case that the president has really uh, exceeded his authority. And the Republicans were saying there's not much to see here, that whether you like the president or not, what he did is not impeachable. And they have doubled down on that. And I don't know that we're going to really see a change in public opinion as people seem really to be committed to one side or the other at this point. I read the transcript of that discussion to the Ukrainian president. It sort of seemed to me, you know, and and I'm not as familiar, obviously, with things as you are, Jeannie, but it seemed to me that there was at least an attempt to sort of have an investigation there. But anyway... Of the Bidens. Of the Bidens, yeah. 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 But if the Republicans control the Senate, then is there any point in this? I mean, it's not going to end well, is it, for the Democrats? Yeah, and to your point, anybody who reads the transcript and, and the president admits there's no question there was there was a uh, the president asked the Ukraine yeah, to investigate yeah. his political rival Biden. There is absolutely no question there. He says that he did it, and there's not a problem there. He's interested in corruption is his argument. Democrats say you're just investigating a political rival and yeah. holding up a congressionally mandated aid for that. But to your you know to your other question. If he is impeached in the House, which is very, very likely at this point because it's controlled by the Democrats, it's equally unlikely that he's removed in the Senate because it's controlled by the Republicans. So the real question here is, does this move public opinion to the extent that it changes Republican opinion in the Senate? And at this point, again, there's absolutely no evidence that that has happened. This has really cut straight down partisan lines. And I think... 
Republicans in the House and the Senate feel that if they maintain the status quo, they make it a partisan battle that they have won, quote unquote, because they're not going to see the president removed from office. And we'll see another case of, a, you know, Bill Clinton, if you will, yeah. Yeah. where he was impeached by a Republican House and then acquitted and remained and actually did better in the aftermath by a, a, a Senate that was unwilling to remove him from office. Yeah. Now, Judy, you're obviously, as a professor of political science, um, you, you would know the history of, of politics in the States. You, you mentioned the word partisan there before about the divide over this whole impeachment issue. Do you believe that there has ever been a more partisan time than under the Trump presidency? I do, actually. I think there's a tendency for all of us to say this is the most extreme we've ever seen it. Yeah. But you look at, you know, I teach political science. So, you know, we've had times in American history where we've had, you know, just really raging, raging battles. I mean, Alexander Hamilton was stabbed to death, you know, shot to death, rather. You know, I mean, there have been really, really raucously partisan times in the U.S. and elsewhere. And so as much as I, you know, and I do so much media where it feels all the time like this is the most extreme I think if we all take a step back and look historically, it's an extreme time. Certainly people are dug into their positions, but I don't think we can say it's the most extreme. What I do think that has changed, quite frankly, number one has been the media environment, of which you both know so well. It has changed so dramatically here and elsewhere, social media and and otherwise, that we are, you know, 24-7, I'm sure you are, coverage And people have access to things they wouldn't have had access to even 10 or 20 years ago. And that does change it. I think it also, quite frankly, tunes people out to a certain extent where they feel like, oh, this is more of the same. You know, I can get it when I want to, you know, go on, you know, TikTok or wherever I want to go on and search it up. And, you know, uh, there's there's that. So I think the media environment has changed an awful lot. I think that's a good point. It is definitely partisan here, I will tell you that. But I don't think it's the most or I don't think it's, you know, incredibly unique. That is, I think that's an excellent point, Jenny. There's so much misinformation out there on both sides, probably. In fact, in every debate, not just political debates, that people now when they see something contrary to what they believe, they go, oh, that's just bogus. Oh, I'm not going to believe that. Fake news. Fake news. It's just taken off. Hey, look, just before we let you go, Professor, if the election were held tomorrow, would Donald Trump be elected, in your view? I think it's very possible. 80% chance a president in the U.S. in a good economy, and we have very low unemployment here, gets reelected. 80% chance. People don't like him. They don't like the tweeting. They don't like the way he comes across. But they do like the economy, and they do think the United States is doing fairly well. And, of course, it depends on who he's running against, and the Democrats are not really, really excited about the prospects of who they would put forward. And so for those reasons, I think, I don't know if he would win, but I think he'd have a fairly good shot, which is why no viable Republican is running against him. I mean, he owns the Republican Party in the U.S. at this point. Who would have thought? Professor, thank you very much for your, <laughs> thank you very much for your time. Thanks so much. Great to talk to you. Take care. You Take too. Take care. Bye-bye.